All right. Uh, welcome to the Village Youth Podcast Show. What we're doing here is we are getting just a couple of students and they're coming in. And the real purpose behind the show is times as youth workers, youth pastors, youth directors, what we like to do is we like to impose our ideas onto students and be like, this is how you feel about this. And most often than not, we're completely wrong. And why not just get the information from the source? And this is what we want to do. We want to give students a voice and an opinion, and uh, we want to give them the opportunity to, to share what they actually feel about a number of different topics, a number of different things. And so that's going to be kind of a reoccurring segment that we're going to do uh, with some students. And then in addition to that, we're going to have a couple of other things that we're doing. So um, we're having people come in, tell stories about their transformation in just an amazing way, and then also have other youth pastors, other youth directors, other youth workers come in here, have conversations that will just kind of help and edify and grow what we're trying to do here as a community of God and just being the people of God together and go through a number of different things. And so uh, I have with me right now three of our students. Uh, You guys want to just introduce yourselves real fast? Hey, I'm Jack Waterton. Awesome. Jack, what grade are you in? Grade uh, 11. I'm almost at nine. (laughs) And uh, Uh, what school do you go to? Pacific Academy. Nice. Next. Hello, my name is Allie Howard. Okay, what grade are you in? I'm in grade 12. What school? And I go to Pacific Academy. Nice. Okay, last one. Hello, my name is Christopher Trong. Okay, <laughs> what grade are you in? I'm currently in grade 11. Okay, what school do you go to? I go to Pacific Academy. What these guys are going to do is they're going to sit with me uh, ever so often. We're going to go through a number of different conversations. And so what I want to do for you guys is just to get a glimpse of who they are off the bat. So uh, all of you in the same kind of order, I want you to ask these, uh, answer these uh, questions. What is a, if you guys were in a relationship, none of you guys are in a relationship, mm-hmm. but if you were in a relationship, what would be a relationship deal breaker for you guys? Ooh. Uh, Jack, go. If they don't like, if they don't like music. Or movies. Awful. <laughs> if they don't like music or movies, they're done. Oh yeah. That's the first sure. that's the number one thing. Yeah. Okay. Um Allie. I have a couple. One if they don't appreciate like my weird personality, then like get them out of here. But also for marriage, like my husband cannot snore. Dang. Because oh my goodness. And also the marriage contract must say my husband will clean up the barf. Clean up the barf? Yeah, when our, if our kids like barf on the floor, whatever, like, I'm not doing that. What do you mean the marriage contract? You know, like, that thing you sign after <laughs> after you get married. A prenup? No, no. <laughs> no, anyway, we're, like, we're going to get so sidetracked. Okay, what's your relationship deal breaker? Um, if she's a man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that one's pretty good. Okay, last question. Last question before we kind of move into more of like a discussion. Why are you here? Like, how did you get here? Why are you part of our youth ministry? How did that happen? How did you get here? What happened in your life that kind of made you want to be so involved? Um, in like grade nine I think that yeah it was grade nine near the end of the year I'd been going to village for a bit and uh yeah I just wasn't feeling just youth that much I didn't really care about it all that much like just sort of went just because my friends were going and uh I remember Chinch one time just told came up to me and Chris and some of my friends 
uh, saying like they were going to do something for announcement videos. Um, for at youth, they just needed someone to make videos weekly for the announcement videos. So, um, yeah, I start, we, me and Chris after a bit started making the videos for, for all that. And through that, we just started getting, or I just started getting more involved through it. Chris too, but that's his story to tell. (laughs) Um, yeah, we just kept getting more involved through that because we, we did, I don't know, probably for like the year. I think it was probably like a year the full year but we did the announcement videos uh just announcing like what like new up event events and yeah we made it sort of funny and stuff and through that we got like connections and uh, we started getting to know people more and then through that I just started realizing like what youth is really about and Chinch started telling me like sort of just behind the scenes of like what the real mission of it is and uh yeah that's basically probably how I that's where I first actually Uh, got the encounter and like got actually involved in it okay for me I went to a different church most of my life and then I was the age um where I started going to youth and I didn't really feel like very connected at my old church and I like I had fun and everything but I just really wasn't growing in my relationship with God so then I was in grade nine and I went to village youth for the first time and it was the like taco party or like Mexican like fiesta or whatever okay. and like I wore a nacho libre mask <laughs> for some reason and no one judged me everyone loved it and I was like this is a good place and then all the leaders I ever had at village were just so great you know were always like encouraging me and they inspired me to like become a junior high leader and I love like being with the younger girls and like helping them like grow in their faith and everything. And I just like really feel like I belong at Village. Everyone is so welcoming and it's like a big family. Yeah, that's why I keep coming back. Yeah, for me, um, I remember in grade eight or grade nine, I'm pretty sure grade eight, uh, I've been going a while with like Jack and a few other guys from school. <clears throat> and um, I didn't really know anyone. And I was just being super, like, awkward and stuff. And one day, Chinch went up to us and was like, hey, guys, like, stop being so weird. Like, go and talk to new people and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, we tried that out and stuff. And then eventually, like, Chinch got us more involved and stuff. And then, like, kind of like Jack, like, we found out, like, the true mission of what youth is about. It's not just about, like, coming to hang out. It's more than that. Like, there's a bigger, there's a greater purpose than just that. And then I just, I wanted to be a part of that. So that's why I'm here. Nice. All right. So what we want to kind of move into is just a bunch of discussions on like life being in high school. What is that like? And uh, so one of the big things, and we kind of just chat about it almost in, uh, in Jack's story. Um, one of the big things that we kind of find in, especially like youth ministry context is like social media is such a big thing. And I think at times we as like the older, like rah kind of people who like just want to be all mad at everything all the time. At times when we look at you guys, we're like, this is how you should feel about social media. And uh, I think honestly, sometimes we, we get it wrong because I think so much of what we do all the time is just so focused on critiques <laughs> and focus on what's wrong and what's the problem and whatnot. But I think there's also probably like a lot of good when it comes to social media, right? And so what I want to kind of get your take on, and it's not like you guys have to go and order anything. You can just, just go for it is like, what is your view on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, messenger, like whatever it is, 
How do you guys see it? Why do you use it? And what's the benefit? I was just talking to, I don't know who I was talking. I was talking to someone the other day. I was saying like, yeah, like for, for like the music wise, like I'm trying to like promote something through my social media, but like just the way I've seen how much it's affected me recently, I've been sort of realizing like if I didn't have that music side where I'm trying to promote stuff, I probably would have deleted those accounts by now. Like I just because how much I'm on there, like I'm on Instagram so much. I'm on like YouTube so much and um and Visco and stuff. I'm on all of those <laughs> things. Like you know what's the worst when you when you when you scrolled, you've refreshed all your accounts as much as you possibly can. So you're just on and then you restart. Yeah. There's nothing to do, but like, I don't know. So how has that like affected you? Like, do you think you just kind of wasting time on there and you're, yeah, and you totally. look back at it and you go, I can't believe I've just been here in my bed for the last three hours, not doing anything. Or is it more of like that kind of carries on into real life? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, to be honest, like my grade nine year, which is what we were talking about, um, with how we got involved, like that year was my most antisocial year. I didn't have a phone, but we got a, I got a laptop and my life, I was on that laptop, like from the end, from the beginning of the day to the end of the day for the full year. And I lost so much touch with like my friends. I don't know. I was just sort of really introverted that year. And I lost a lot of touch with my friends. I just didn't want to hang out with them as much. I didn't even want to leave the house. And that changed me. Like, I'm definitely back to normal now. Like, (laughs) youth really helped with that and just being in those social environments. But, like, I was straight up an outcast because of how much I went on there. An outcast is a really dramatic word. I was not an (laughs) outcast. But I was totally, like, introverted because of... um, yeah, social media and everything. But like I couldn't be doing most of the stuff I want to do and want to be doing without it. So it's like a weird thing both ways. What about you guys? Um <coughs> like like Jack said like I love social media. It's like such a great way to like share like what you've like where you've been, what you've done in your life. And like I went on a missions trip last year to India and Lots of the people there have Facebook and it's just great to see like what they're doing and like keep connected with people in that way. But like, I totally agree. Like it can totally like consume your life and it's all you go on. And like, I even find like for me lately or like my entire life, ever since I've had a phone, which is like grade nine, I like started with Instagram and like, I'm always texting, always on Instagram, but I never had Snapchat. I was never allowed Snapchat until like I was 17. I finally was allowed Snapchat. At first it was like you can only Snapchat a couple of your close like girlfriends. That was like my parents' rules and then like as I'm like growing older my parents like you can make your own decisions like who you want on like Snapchat, who you want on Instagram. And I do like I'll be honest, I spend a lot of time on it and sometimes I get distracted like I'll go on Instagram or Snapchat when I'm supposed to before I go to bed when I should be putting away my phone and like reading my Bible and praying. And some nights I like really do that. I put away my phone and I like read a couple chapters in my Bible and then like really pray. And then those are like the days where I feel the best. And I wake up in the morning and I was like, come on, God, like use me today. And I'm like, those are the days I feel the best when I like finally put away my phone. Definitely. 
Um, for me, like, first of all, I think social media is great in many ways. Like, um, like for Jack, for example, like promoting music and all that stuff, it's great. But for me, I think like social media has like, hasn't really done great things for most of us, especially for me. Cause like I'm always on like either Instagram or Facebook. Like I'm just always on there. I, like you can text me at any time and it'll probably like take me three seconds to reply to you. Like I'm just always on there and it has probably made me like a more awkward person. Like I can't even talk to a girl without like wanting to like cry because I feel so awkward or sometimes like and like so like so I just recently got a phone which is like whatever you know I just got a phone and then like this is going to make me so much worse because like I only had a laptop for the longest time and that made me awkward but I can't imagine like going outside and like talking to people but like always just pulling out my phone like the worst thing was when I didn't have a phone and I had to talk to people and then it got awkward I didn't have anything to pull out and just look and I'm like thank thank you (laughs) Jesus I have a phone to like not be awkward but like it'll make me more awkward so it's like I don't know me Jack knows how awkward I am yeah like what we have to what we also have to like understand too is like it is like an addiction too. Like it's not just something that we're tempted to do. Like we're tempted because it is an addiction. Like the fact that we like wake up and like the first thing we do in bed is pull out our phone mm-hmm. that's charging right next to us and like scroll through everything that we miss throughout the night. Or like that's the first thing we do before we talk to anyone in the morning. Or like that's the last thing we look at before we say like good night or whatever. That's probably the other way. Probably say goodnight before we get in bed and stuff. But anyway, it's like, it is like a straight up addiction. And like, I was talking to Chinch in the car. Like I recently did fast from like uh, technology at school and stuff. And um, just the way you don't realize how much, like you think you're missing out for the first bit, but then you have to like put it down and like stop using it to realize how much you're not missing out. Like, Cause I got, I felt just so like, I'm also pretty awkward, but like, I like, it's weird. I have like different moods, but like without the phone in my day, like I am so much more like willing to talk to someone and like so much less, um, of like just me just want to like put on my headphones and just zone out and listening to music. Like I just want to like. Cause there's nothing else that you can do. Like I can't pull out my phone and scroll. Like if someone's, if someone's not talking, everyone pulls out their phone. It's like the, the filler, like there's no moments to just like enjoy like the little quiet times. We just always need to fill in like points in our life that has nothing there. Mm-hmm. So I'm also kind of thinking in terms of just like technology as a whole and like Instagram, Snapchat, things went from like this delayed communication to everything is instant. And now because everything is instant, it seems almost like all all of our lives have to be faster. Mm -hmm. Everything has to be quicker. There's no time to stop. You're just moving on to the next thing, the next app, like whatever it is that you are doing. And all of a sudden we have just been placed in this like season of hurry everything's hurry. Everything's moving on to the next one. 
And it reminds me of that like Kanye song, whatever that just came out, like real friends, <laughs> you know, he's like, when am I not in a hurry? And I look at that and I'm like, isn't that like the symptom of all of human life now? <laughs> Everyone is in a hurry. And <clears throat> it's so funny when you go and you ask someone and you're like, how are you doing? And almost to a T, everyone responds back with like, you know, it's really busy, but like, it's going, it's going good. Mm-hmm. Like just really busy. And it's like going, it's going fine. And maybe this is like just me, but how, do you think we've gotten to the place because of technology, social media, everything's so quick. We're moving so fast that we almost use this term as of busy. Like, yeah, we're busy as this term of like, like I'm really important and people need me. Do you think that's like accurate or do you think that's true? Or do you think that's just kind of phony that it's quickened our life so much to the point where we can't be still, we have mm-hmm. to be busy because if we're busy, we're important. Yeah. I think busy's like, <clears throat> it's that. And I think it's also, it's almost like a word of like to describe like an emotion. Like it's pretty much, because you normally, if if you ask someone like how they're doing, they say like, oh, I'm doing good or I'm not doing good. They'll say they're busy. Like that's like they're putting it in that sort of like mm-hmm. area where it's like that describes how you're doing. And I was like, my dad actually just <clears throat> gave me the, I don't know what it was, but or like who put it out. But like it was this video on um, technology and stuff and like how millennials and stuff, just how they consume it and everything. But, like, he was just saying how, like, when you ask people how they are and stuff, like, everyone's like, oh, I'm all right, or I'm good, or it's just like, meh, like, in between, it's always in between, because we never really know, like, how we are with, like, how busy we are, or we say, yeah, we're busy, but there's never, like, oh, I'm doing really good, or, oh, I'm not doing very good right now, like, there's never a yes or no, like, there's never, like, a like two different answers. It's always some like weird, like blended thing in the middle that like we just get so like, I don't know. That's something I don't want to ever be. And I just sort of came out of like a season where I was in that, where I just did not, it's sort of just like a big thing of confusion where like, um, yeah, like, cause you are busy, but like, you're just, your mind's in such a, it's just what social media, um, can do when you're when you're just so caught up in everything and just the busyness and yeah how how quick everything is just pushed and how much we need to consume yeah yeah and it's like such an interesting like effect in terms of like like especially in youth ministry when you start talking especially junior youth age right you're like uh hey we want to do this event blah 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 and a parent comes up to you like oh sorry like Little Johnny has like swimming and then they're going to go ride a horse and then they're going to learn how to fly and then they're going to go to NASA. And it's like, how many things is this kid going to be put into? Like, it just seems like the effect of this kind of technology, social media craze, especially in like teenagers has so many different effects in the fact of like, it speeds your whole life up. It makes you way more anxious. And like what you're talking about, idols begin to happen when, um, you like your self-worth is based upon like how many likes you get. Like it's, it has this whole crazy kind of feel of like, almost like you're trying to control the way that people look at you mm-hmm. and you're trying to manipulate their thoughts. And that's the ultimate goal. 
And I think it's so interesting that like what you said, when you said we almost use the term busy, like it's an emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that's not something to just like, just glance past. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like all that consumes that word. Yeah. I'm a bit stressed. I'm a bit, but it's kind of fun. I kind of enjoy it. I like being busy, but it's still like this weird mashed up kind of emotion almost that we've, we've placed onto it. What do you, what do you think about that? Um, like how you said, like <clears throat> we say we're busy and I feel like social media has made us as humans and people more insecure. We care so much about what people think all mm-hmm. the time. That's why pastors always say this, like you only see on social media, like all the highlights of people's life. You only see like the good stuff they're doing. You never see like the crappy moments in their mm-hmm. life. And that's also with people saying they're busy again with what you said, like we want to sound important all the time. And they're just, we're just trying to manipulate and make, sh- make sure that people think or know that we are important and we have a good life. We never, and because of social media, people are becoming less vulnerable to each other. And like, just in like a Christian perspective, mm-hmm. that's not very good or very healthy at all. Okay. Let, let, let's make this the, the, the last thing we say. Do you think the conversation is blown out of proportion. Like think about it right now. Our first podcast show, what's the very first thing we talk about is like social media. Mm-hmm. Do you think like you're so harassed all the time, whether it's a church, whether it's a youth, whether it's a school, whether in conversations with your parents, whatever it is that you keep getting hounded on this topic over and over and over again, that it makes you dull to it. Or do you think it's justified with the amount that it's talked about? I think I think it's blown out of proportions, but then once it's blown out, it I think it should be blown out of like I think it should be brought up a lot, but once it is brought up, it's not talked about the way it should be, I think is the problem. Mm-hmm. Like um it should be brought up a lot. It should be definitely vocalized, but when it is, I don't think it is uh covered properly. Like for example, when like yeah, older people or just like adults talk downward to to like kids or like just our generation or maybe like pastors or um, even my parents just say like, oh, you're always on your phone. Or uh, when I was a kid, I was never on electronics. It's mm-hmm. like, well, first of all, you didn't have any of yeah. this when you were a kid. You had sticks and fire. <laughs> That's what you had. You had your cave and your... <laughs> chalk no i'm just kidding but you had like you didn't have this and second of all you gave me this Mm -hmm. like this like your generation handed me this Mm -hmm. like this is like giving uh this is like a realistic take on like a superhero if he has all those powers realistically he'd probably be the bad like he'd be a villain realistically like if there was a real superman he'd probably be destroying the world or corrupted in some way. I honestly have no idea what you're saying right now. (laughs) (laughs) What did you just get into? Well, okay. Talking about superheroes. But it's kind of, it's, it's the feeling of like, um, you, like you gave me this power because it is a lot of power in Mm -hmm. my hands. Okay. There's, I can go on so many things. I could literally look at naked people on my phone right now. Mm -hmm. Like I could look at, like I had, I had one guy explain it this way. It's like, 
we have literally given every single person eternity in their pocket mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where you could, you could look up anything you want to. You could figure out any question, any historical fact, any study in a matter of seconds. Mm-hmm. And so you think because somebody has given you that thing, it's meant to be talked about, but you think the way that they speak about it in terms of just being so harsh and like, yeah. you guys are awful at doing this. You're kind of saying like, no one else has really given us an example. Like we're the first generation who's living yeah. with yeah. this kind of stuff grown up with like, as a baby, I learned how to use an iPad. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind yeah. of, that's psycho. And so that's how you're kind of more portraying it more of just like, I think it's, I think it needs to be talked about, but the way that it's brought up is just insane. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, totally. Like if, if, if people are so against it, then like why are parents allowing their mm-hmm. children to go on it so much too. Like we shouldn't be able to, <laughs> I gotta <laughs> be careful what I say. Cause I don't want my phone taken away. <laughs> my parents are like, I, I low key want my phone, but it's so weird. Like I'm talking about this like this, but I totally want my phone once I yeah. leave this room. Yeah. It's like, what, okay, what I was saying with the Superman thing, it's like once you get that power, it's like this phone is power. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's okay, here's another metaphor by Jack. Woo. The, the Superman, he has that power. Realistically, he would use that power for not good things, like bad. Mm-hmm. So like realistically, when you're handing me this phone, like do you think I'm going to be on all these Christian websites? No, I'm pro. <laughs> You let me have my phone in my room at night? Like, do you think, what do you think I'm looking at? Do you think I'm looking at Lego sites at night? Like, looking at the new set I want for Christmas? No, your, your 10-year-old's probably getting into porn. Like, yeah. at a, like being exposed to that, because that's all they see. And, like, like, it's not going to, it gets to a point where, like, yeah, like, it's a lot of power for like a young age to like take on so mm-hmm. early. And I got that early, not disrespecting my parents at all, but like, I just, they, it's like, they're the first generation that has to worry about this generation. Yeah, It's so weird, but like, yeah, like they don't know how, like, they're <clears throat> like, Oh, they're like me, but just with more power as a young kid. Like, I wanted some things, but now as a kid, for these kids, they can get it if they want it. Like they can just go online and get whatever they're looking for. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's hard to say because I'm contradicting myself and it's hard to talk about without contradicting yourself because, yeah, I'm going to go home and I'm going to scroll through all my feeds yeah. once I'm done doing this. But yeah. like, yeah. And so for kind of youth pastors or, you know, youth workers who are listening to stuff like this, do you think the conversation even in youth ministries, whether you've heard the talk at school or whether you've heard the talk at like other youth ministry, ours, whatever, do you think the conversations there are handled as they should be? Or do you think it's that same kind of feel where your parents are like get off your phone, like that kind of, do you think it's still kind of the same and you feel the same way? Mm-hmm. Like what Jack said at the beginning, we always have, like last year at our school, we had like a social media expert come in to talk to us and she was a lot older than us. And the thing she had to say just did not make sense at all. And everyone was like, whoa. And then I don't know if I should say this. Say it. The syphilis thing. Just say it. 
she was like, and then she went completely off and she's like, if you touch a girl or a male, you're going to get syphilis. She said that. She in- said that in our chapel and everyone's like, okay. I'm pretty sure she stole that from the movie Mean Girls. Because <laughs> that happens in Mean Girls. And then she was supposed to be talking about social media. So it was like really confusing because she doesn't really understand because she didn't grow up yeah. with that. And like same with my parents and like any other parents and like some like older youth pastors, like they didn't grow up with social media. So they don't know like how hard the temptation is. It's like. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like what Jack said, you have all this power, like you're going to use it. And I don't know, like I'm a girl obviously. And I know it's a lot harder for guys. And like, I've heard like my dad say this. I think I've heard you say it. Like you have like sympathy for like younger boys who have to like grow up and struggle with like porn and all that. Cause like, it's really hard. Like, I don't know how the male mind works, but like, I can imagine it's very hard to control. And like, I have respect for all the guys out there because it's so hard to avoid it because it's so easy to access anything like that. And it's like, it's crazy that we're growing up in this like generation, like back, like when my parents lived, like when they lived, (laughs) when they're still alive, (laughs) when they were younger, like they had to get like a magazine or like anything like that, but now you can just go on the internet and just look it up, and it's like right there. Yeah, and it's just crazy. Um. So yeah, the, just for me to conclude, what I wanted to say is, um, like what Ali was saying, it's like, and everyone says like we're driven in like a porn culture, right? Like anywhere you go, like even on Instagram, you could follow like just a sports page, and what do you know? Like they post a girl in like the skimpiest bikini. And then you're like, what the heck? You just followed for the sports. Or you can go anywhere. Like, you could go to Superstore with your mom or something, and there's a magazine mm-hmm. right there. And, like, because, like, like I heard some pastors say, like, when they were younger, to access those stuff, they'd had to, like, distract, like, the guy at the counter, and then one guy would have to steal something, mm-hmm. right? But right now, it's just, like, at the tip of it. Like, you can just access it right now. Like, it's so, like, dangerous. That's why, like, of course, social media has, like, so many good benefits to it from, like, promoting, like, youth and, like, doing, like, a lot of, like, Christian stuff. But, like, there's, I feel like there's just so much, like, the backlash of it, there's just so much more, like, being awkward and, like, porn and just everything. It's just, I don't think it's worth it, even though I'm just probably going to do go home mm-hmm. and just look at the social media. But mm-hmm. the consequences, like, the pros and cons, you know what I mean? It's just not worth it. It's not that great. I say one more thing. Um, it's like what Chris said and Jack said. Like you say now, when people talk to you about social media, you're like, oh yeah, like I really should like put that away. I should really stop. And then in the moment, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to use my phone. Like, of course, whatever. And then like, sure, you like may like fast social media for a couple of days, and then you're just going to go right back into it. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you're when you go on a missions trip. And you're like, you see like kids that have nothing and you're like, like when I get home, like I'm going to throw away my phone. I'm never going to buy like new clothes. I'm not going to do any of this. And you just feel like so changed and you get back into your culture. And it's like, like when I got back from India last year, I was just like blown away. Like the first thing my family says to me is about, oh, this new thing that this person posted, this person posted. And I was like, is that all like 
it's all people care about. And then for a couple of days, I'm just like, nope, like I'm so over that. And then you just get right back into your like routine with it. And it's so hard to avoid it. But I think there is like a balance between how much time you spend on it and how much time you spend like on your relationship with God and like meeting people face to face. Like, but it's really like a big struggle now. And that's, that's, yeah, it's the perfect illustration. I remember coming back from, from Haiti and uh, you come back here and you're, you're, it's like reverse culture shock, right? And you start looking at things, mm-hmm. you're like, a chair? Seriously, we need chairs? Haitians yeah. don't have chairs. What are we doing? <laughs> you know, you start losing your mind and you start getting mad at everything. Why are you wearing pants? They don't wear pants. Like you yeah. just get frustrated. And, um, and then kind of just life hits and slowly that, that whole thing goes away. And uh, I think that's a lot of what you guys are talking about is just like, you're so oversaturated with it. You might for a moment react and freak out and go, this is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And slowly just realize you're going to drift right back in. No, honestly, guys, I think this was like super helpful for a lot of yeah. people just to hear. And, uh, and we appreciate everything that you guys have talked about. And uh, that is going to be the end of our first podcast. Hopefully it wasn't too long. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure that was a long conversation, but uh, it's, it's going to be great. And uh, yeah, that's our first one. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Awkward applause. <laughs> All right. See you guys later.